You're listening to the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special July 1st episode of Post-Apocalyptic Media, the podcast. I'm your host, Derek. I'm joined with Sean. Hey, everyone. And we've got Stephanie with us today. Hello. Well, we have several things to discuss with you today. It is a big news day, but it's also a short, kind of a shorter podcast day, I think. I think. We'll find out at the end whether or not we actually ended up uh, having a short podcast. But um, we are going to be covering... Uh, the new Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. There is news about um, new video games that are coming out. Aftershock, the podcast. We're going to talk about another podcast. You may think that's foolish of us, but uh, we don't follow the the rules of conventional society here at Post-Apocalyptic Media. Uh, There's some UFO news that's come out. Since the last time we talked, the government released... A big old nine-page report. Uh, you know, thousands of UFO sightings every year, and they got nine pages to tell us. And uh, I will tell you about what's in those nine pages and also other disclosures that are happening. I'm keeping up with the UFO stuff. If there are aliens visiting us, I want to be the first to know. I want to be in that chat room asking Glorbazorb, you know, questions about his home Absorbs discord yeah <laughs> yeah we need to know um we need to know what's what life is like out there so uh you know the government has been hiding a lot of this stuff from us uh we're going to talk about that uh so and there, there's attack on titan news huge huge news so um so let's not let's not dilly dally let's get right into it guys uh right. let's talk about this okay first of all Handmaid's Tale is done. It's over. For now. For now. now. We have, uh, It's is it renewed, Steph? It is. It is renewed. Stephanie is a world-renowned Handmaid's <laughs> Tale journalist. So yes. you heard it here first, possibly, if you didn't Google it already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that, there, there's such, there's a lot to say about that. I'll at the end of the show, if we're still if we're still feeling like it, we're going to unload some Handmaid's Tale stuff. But I will let you go. I will usher everyone out the door who uh, does not want to hear the Handmaid's Tale spoilers if we, in fact, do that. So uh, just teasing that. October. We are in July right now, so it's not that far away. Let me tell you what's going on in October. First of all, you got Dune. Dune's coming out. It looks epic. Woohoo! It looks so incredible. Um, that's a big one. You got plenty of time to read Dune before it comes out. That's like <laughs> two months. Come on, people. Um, <laughs> you've got an invasion. That's going to be on Apple TV. Apple's streaming service is it? It's not Apple TV. Apple, Apple TV, TV is the hard one. Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. That's not confusing at all. It Thanks gets confusing because so many of the streaming services have plus or different yeah. things on tacked onto the end. I can't keep up. Yeah, that is confusing. I, I think that still Xbox holds like the most confusing tech thing right now because you can go buy an Xbox 
1X, which is previous gen, or you can get the Xbox Series X, which is the newest one. Oh. And then, and then you can get the Series S, which, by the way, it sounds that S and X are very close phonetically. Yeah. Why would you yeah. differentiate your products S and X? That's so stupid. But Xbox <laughs> has now done it for two generations uh, in a row. So Ugh. forget that. Don't ask your grandpa to buy you a new Xbox because he will buy you the old one thinking it's the new one. And it, it's not his fault because it does sound the same. All right. <laughs> Invasion. It's an easy mistake to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're unloading that stock on purpose. They're like, we got too mm-hmm. many one X's. No we need to name the new product something. That's really dumb, but maybe it's a, it's a weird <laughs> conspiracy theory. I know. Invasion on Apple TV. That is, uh, it looks really good uh, from what I've seen so far. Didn't we watch a little preview? A little preview. We watched of the a trailer. Okay. Uh, yeah, we watched a trailer the other day. I. It's like I'm excited about the entire trailer except like the last two seconds. Because in of... the trailer they like you know what I'm talking about when they show this like the like will appear to be the legs of a giant alien. I don't know. I don't know oh, why yeah. that part made it less appealing to me. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's like I hope this isn't like King Kong or. Oh yeah. You know. You know I I like the scale thing like so many alien stuff where they're always like our size. But there's no natural, like, imperative that sentient creatures have to be our size. No. So I kind of like messing with that. Like, I, I feel like they don't often enough go the other way where it's like microscopic aliens or like, That's you know, true. here. But, uh, but we do have like Pacific Rim. Uh, even yes. though the aliens themselves are our size, they have like pets that they're. Uh, by the way, I'm going to spoil Pacific Rim for everybody uh, right here. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's well, the... hopefully everyone's watched it by now. That's the plot of the first movie is aliens opened a portal to Earth and started sending monsters at us. Just, I guess, to decimate our world. Like, what What the heck? What the heck, aliens? We don't... We didn't open a portal to your world and send our bears or whatever we would send... Um, and I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on it, on the name. But the other movie series, Cloverfield, mm, another giant yeah. alien. That's the one I kind of, kind of, I don't know. I saw its legs and I was like, Cloverfield? You know, Starship Troopers kind of kind of did a thing because they had so many different aliens invading and stuff. And as part of their uh, hierarchy, you did have giant brain alien um, <clears throat> and different kinds of uh, they had a they had a certain kind of uh, alien that like shot, launched projectiles into space, and um, I think in fact in the lore, they had one that like launched a projectile from their planet to attack our to attack Earth, and like that was how powerful uh, they were able. Anyways, nobody cares about uh, obscure Starship Troopers uh, <laughs> news. Invasion and Dune. October, December. Great month. December is Matrix Four, so what? yeah, Already? so it's going to be huge. I'm I'm planning a rewatch of the whole one through yes. three because, to be quite honest, two and three kind of blends together. They came out back to back, like yeah. twelve months between them, and that seems like a long time. But for some reason, it wasn't. Maybe the story wasn't. 
They were confusing. So they blended together. And of course, Matrix 1 was just so much better. Matrix 1 was great. And <laughs> was it better? Maybe? Yes. Like, I don't know. You don't, I think you think 2 and 3 are better. I just. You loved 2 and 3. I like the concept of 2 and 3. And so, mm-hmm. like, you know, it. I guess I'm going to spoil Matrix because why not? It's been a decade, you, you guys. But, like, <laughs> at the point. end of three, you basically, you come to terms with the fact that the war is unwinnable. And all of all of the Matrix series was basically a pretend war. They were just, like, pretending to let the humans have any say in, you know, in how things work. And then he gets to the end, and it's like, yeah, we already beat you so badly. Like, there is nothing act actually that humanity can possibly do we're just kind of letting you come as like a ambassador every once in a while we get a human ambassador to like make the case for why you shouldn't be our slaves and that is like that to me is a realistic approach to the robo robo apocalypse um the robots are just superior to us in so many ways first of all robots are not susceptible to poison gases we are very much so um, they are, uh, they don't miss like a real robot. Like right yeah. now we ca- we have the technology to like, there's a gun you can buy by the way. And this gun will uh, allow you to mark a target. And then what it does is it never misses because it won't shoot until you have the perfect shot on that target. And then it'll shoot. You just basically hold down the trigger and you move the gun around until wow. it's the perfect shot. And then it goes off itself and it's the perfect shot. You can shoot a moving target, a running target. It doesn't matter. That's a real technology that's been available for a wow. decade now. So uh, that, so a real like Terminator, they'd shoot 26 bullets and every single one of them would hit a new target. That's how it would work. And so uh, I like that the Matrix goes in that direction and says... It is hope you have to convince the machines. <laughs> you can't beat them in a fight. You have to like win them over. Um, I dig that. So, anyways, Matrix Four in December. How will the story end? How will it uh, continue? I have no clue. But uh, but I'm on the ride with um, with what's his name, Keanu. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Yes, I'm excited too. That's gonna be that's gonna be good. I am excited. All right. Wow. Do you know, are they releasing it on a streaming service and in the theaters or just in the theaters? Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, so, okay. So, Sean, what's your, what's your topic this week? Uh, my topic is Black Summer Season 2. Ah, um, yes. Nice. Season 1, I wrote a little, um, a little you know, review of it, and that was two years ago. It was 2019, so two long. years ago? Wow. Yeah. Dang. And uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, but I wrote a review about it, and I went back and read it, actually, when I was about halfway through this season, uh, you know, for season two. And the season one review was pretty much on par of how I felt about season two. You know, it started mm. out really, really strong, and then it kind of teetered away, you know, halfway through. But the mm. thing is, I, I, I don't think I was as happy with season one as I am with season two I think season two really? ended really strongly um, but did, did you guys watch it at all we've seen the first episode so far and we did okay. not watch the finale like t- 
to kind of refresh our memory. So yeah. we were both totally lost. Yeah. And I, I think there's a time jump or something. Well, I think I, I, I was like the same way where I was like, I need to go back and watch the last part of yeah. season one because it's been so long. We did and that. they I know that they brought some of the characters back. You know, they had Rose and Son and Spears. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Rose's daughter, Anna. They were, they're back in season two. And I, I remember them. But there was a few, like, I barely remembered Spears, mm-hmm. like, wh- if he was a good guy or bad guy, I guess. And, yeah. I, and then it was like, where's Rose at? Where is she crazy yet? Or, you know, because she had to find her daughter in season one. And then she mm-hmm. found her, of course, because that's Anna. So, it, yeah, you, you need like a refresher, I think. And so I, I did the same thing, right? I just watched that last episode of season one and it, it made total sense. Um, but they did the same format, you know, where they started out just in your face action just mm-hmm. you know all the time with, with episode one of season two and then they started breaking it up doing flashbacks you know oh. they have different groups here and there and then it would have you know you'd have a, a, a section where they name each, each section like they'll name mm-hmm. uh, a part of that episode something and then it'll play uh, that story from like that little group of people mm-hmm. so there will be times when you're watching that and these people are zombies and then it'll go back oh. in a in a future episode, and those people aren't zombies yet. So you're like, whoa, 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 whoa you know. So what they're doing is they're flashing oh. back and forth, and and it, it takes a lot of you, you can't like you know look at your phone while you're watching this <laughs> this show. That's that's a problem I always have. I'll be looking at my phone and then I'll look up and go, <laughs> right. wait, what, what what just happened? <laughs> and uh, and this is one that you definitely have to sit down and just concentrate on watching. Uh, and I, I learned that after the first couple of episodes. But yeah, I would say the first probably four episodes were just nonstop action, incredible action. I mean, I I think it was better than, you know, Walking Dead, any other mm-hmm. zombie type uh, show that I've seen. Just really incredible. But then right around episode five or so, it started getting, um, you know, they started doing backstories and like mm-hmm. episodes where they're just talking. And you're just, oh. you know, it's kind of, it, it got a little boring. Mm. Uh, they were trying to lay down a little bit of the, the the backstory. But then once they got back to the action, it was like, okay, cool. Like that last episode, mm. I think the finale was really, really good. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm giving any spoilers by no. saying that basically they're trying to find, there's this mysterious plane in the first episode. Okay, and I the, remember the that. Plane, yeah, the plane flies by and everyone just stops and looks at it. And nobody's fighting. Like people are in the middle of fighting and they just stop and look at this plane. And you're like, what? But then you figure, you find out why later. Um, And the whole season is pretty much about this plane, about trying to find this plane and all that stuff. Uh, So instead of trying to find Rose's daughter, now you're trying to find the plane. Uh, So it's not a deep story. You know, it's not like a, it's it's not deep at all. It's it's very much action uh, centered. Which I think they do great. I, I really think that if, if I were to kind of grade it, you mm-hmm. know, overall, I would give it a probably a B. And that's only, I mean, that's an A plus in action. And then, you know, like a C or D in, in story because the story was, uh, I mean, you could guess. There's no surprises. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, but the the action was incredible. I really liked it. I, I liked mm-hmm. it. It was very fast paced and just all over the place you know people running from zombies here and then they they get and it's not i can't even really i feel like i can't even explain it <laughs> because it doesn't do it justice you know it's i it had forgotten how scary 
those zombies were, you know, yeah, like yeah. compared to what they encounter in Walking Dead and every other zombie show. Like, I forgot how powerful and strong they were. Yeah. And they're 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 just crazy. Like they scream yeah. and they run and they jump up and they grab you. And I mean, it's you know, they're. There are a couple of scenes where people are jump up in trees or they jump up on something, try to get away, and the zombies will jump up and grab their legs, and it's like, oh, uh, crazy. Yeah, and the, it's what I like too is, okay, I keep comparing it to Walking Dead, which isn't fair, but in Walking Dead, you know, you have the the Rick Grimes uh, headshot mm-hmm. special, you know, where he gets he shoots ten of them headshot every time, right? In this show. They don't do that. They're sitting there. They have machine guns and they're shooting at these zombies that are running towards them and they're not getting any headshots. Mm. And then they just turn and run. And, you know, and it's really, really, I think it's more realistic. Most yeah. people aren't going to yes. be trained, you know, for headshots yep. when they pick up a gun for the first time, you know. And, and so I really like that part of it. You're j- you see them sh- just shooting wildly and you're like, just shoot them in the head. But they're not going to do that, you know, immediately. I would miss. So. Yeah, you know. every character in Walking Dead these days is just a headshot specialist. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> never so miss. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that is disconcerting. I I don't like that. Um, yeah, I I love the zombies in this. Of course, I watch Z Nation all the way through. Uh, in the first episode of Z Nation, um, somebody approaches some dead zombies. You know, like dead zombies are like laying on the ground. Well, they weren't dead. They were just a trap. <laughs> so mm. they like wait until you're close and then they jump up and run at you. So um, yeah. I really like the the concept of these somewhat cognizant zombies that mm-hmm. are a lot more intimidating. Man, in Walking Dead, like I, I really like and in fact, the first episode of Black Summer season two, they have this um, what I feel like is a stark contrast to other zombie where this guy is, he's like trying to fill up a gas tank with some gas he found. And, uh, there's a zombie like sprinting at him, like in the, in the purview. And he knows it. He's just like, he's trying to get away, but he needs the car. And so like, I just thought about how this would play out in walking dead and the walking dead. You'd like, you wouldn't be freaked out. You'd be like, I have plenty of time to fill this. He's he's 20 mm-hmm. feet over there. So, yeah. um, you know, it's a lot more intense and interesting, uh, yeah. of a plot to me. Whereas, yeah. you know, to be quite honest, like walking dead zombies, man, get you a good suit of armor, like a medieval suit of armor. And you're basically invincible. Yeah. And that's in yeah. fact, Oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, that's that's in fact, in in medieval times, um, this is this is pretty much like this is like historically how it worked out is that suit of armor helped you against almost every type of human that would attack you. And Mm. so you could conceivably there's a lot going on there in feudalism. Not only do you have your armor and better weaponry than the peasants that you may be fighting, but also you're better fed. You have, uh, you know, your muscle tissue is born, is more healthy. Like everything about you is better. And so mm-hmm. like they could go and take on a hundred to one, you know, of peasants, because it's just like, what are the peasants going to do? They got to get something through that little eye slit. And while they're mm-hmm. trying to do that, you're swinging around your big, beautiful sword. So, mm. uh, yeah, that's, that's like ancient wisdom that it seems like yeah. in a lot of these slow lumbering zombie shows nobody has figured out yet but you know walls moats armor plate armor it's it's all great against basically unarmed people yeah. um 
Okay, so yeah, the this is so you finished you finished season two, you yeah. give it a B. Um, yeah. By the way, just just real quick on background on Black Summer, Z Nation was a show. It ran for I think four seasons, uh, and it was pretty popular. I think it was by the same guy who made Sharknado. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, Gosh, I, didn't I don't know. remember anymore. Um, but uh, Z Nation was fun. It was a good show. Black Summer comes out, and it's in the same universe. Yeah. As Z Nation, it has a very different tone. Hmm. Yeah. Um, gosh, and and yeah, the first episode of season two was so dark. Uh, you know, has some has some pretty gnarly murders, I would say, <laughs> going on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, Z ahead. Nation is is kind of considered a comedy. Almost, you know, it's like a it's like a funny zombie show, and that's why I mm-hmm. think it was hard for people to detach themselves once they. They said they announced, you know, we're going to make another zombie show. It's going to be in the same universe, but it's not going to be. It's going to be darker, and people are like, "Oh yeah, I can't wait to laugh at this one." It's like, no, it's it's going to be darker. And they and I think they probably real they figured they had to go over the top with that to really show people that this isn't Z Nation exactly. But uh, I think yeah, the darkness of it, the action, the blood and gore. I mean, they they did a phenomenal job with this show. I think, and I think season two is better. Wow. <laughs> there, oh, I said great. it. <laughs> okay, so that is on Netflix. You can stream yeah. it right this instant. So what are you waiting for? Get into get into Black Summer. Uh, and by the way, um, having watched the original Z Nation, first of all, I haven't seen a single cameo from Z Nation yet. Hmm. And uh, I don't see any reason why you need to watch Z Nation at this point yeah. uh, to get into Black Summer. Yeah, That's true. Good point. Um, okay, so speaking of Netflix series, uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, not out yet. Not out yet. Check me on that. But I don't think it's out yet. But no. um, IGN did a uh, review of that recently. So they clearly they got access. They gave it a, a top review. I think it, it was an 8 out of 10. So it may have been 7. It was 7 or 8. It was a good, good, good number for that. So mm-hmm. it's it's animated and so i was like and then it's it's not <laughs> like it looks kind of like the 3d animation i just have bad mm. history with movies that tried to do that there was a good halo one and that was about it for me like i've seen there was a final fantasy one that was just awful and um i've seen other things but this one's getting good reviews i think ign convinced me to watch it Ooh, and wow. I'm a Resident Evil fan of the show. I'm not a game fan of Resident Evil, I'm afraid. Although the newer games do look just amazing. I just I'm not a puzzle go find the correct mm. piece and yeah. bring it back kind of a kind of a player. But um but yeah, this series getting good reviews. It's coming out soon. Steph, could you let us know uh from the calendar when when that's coming out? Sure, let me look it up. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection is on um, Xbox uh, Game Pass right now. It's always going to be, I think, because it's a Microsoft-owned IP, and yeah. uh, they're putting everything they can on that. If you're not, ah. if you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, uh, you're probably throwing away money. Because, <laughs> like, you know, to buy one Xbox game right now, a AAA game, is like sixty bucks. That'll yeah. get you three, four months of Game Pass. 
Even I have it. So there you Even go. Even Sean. <laughs> Sean doesn't buy anything. I'm a PC gamer at heart, and I have an Xbox Game Pass. So you got yeah. the you got the ultimate. So you got yeah. the PC games in there. Nice. Ultimate. Yeah. 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 I've been playing Age of Empires on my Game Pass Ultimate through the through the PC. So. Uh, with with an Apple computer, I have to load in Parallels and then mm. install Windows and do all that stuff. But it's nice. I, I can have both operating systems running on the exact same computer at the same time. So, um, By the way, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness releases on July 8th on Netflix. July 8th. Okay, cool. So seven days from now. Yeah. From when we're recording this, it will probably yes. be a little bit later when we have it edited and pushed to our podcast, but July 8th. Um, one last word on the Master Chief Collection. Uh, I have friends who were playing it the other day. They were telling me that there's a new game mode in there where, you know, it, custom games have been kind of a popular thing among the Halo enthusiasts for a long time. And they're, you know, they're like silly things like King of the Hill of, you know, where you're like, driving cars and trying to push people off a hill and um you know or you're like driving your car and you're trying to land it inside of a tube and it's like a beer pong game stuff like that it's a lot of fun with your with your friends but it's sometimes hard to have enough friends to get something like that going and so you were left with kind of you could jump into halo matchmaking and play straight up you know objective games that everybody plays you know capture the flag or deathmatch something like that or you could find your friends and go play custom now you can jump into custom games instantly with strangers and it's like um it's just it's this weird game mechanic they were saying where the custom game just like keeps going there's like a leader Hmm. basically and you just kind of jump into a game that has a leader and the leader will continue to queue up new custom games for you until you just choose to leave Wow. So uh, apparently that's uh, that's been real convenient for people to get into some really fun custom games, if that's what you're into. Um, moving on, Sean has a YouTube roundup he does every week, and I encourage you to check it out. If, you, um, if you're interested in the post-apocalyptic news, and I'm assuming you are because you're listening to the po- this podcast, you might be... Uh, interested in the most eclectic stuff and that's what that's what sean's gathering he's he every time i open up one of his youtube roundups i find stuff i had no idea existed pretty much every time it's Mm -hmm. it's amazing and so um that's a fun little jaunt you don't have to watch all the youtube videos he gives you a good description of them so you just go through and you pick out one or two maybe five that you really like and want (laughs) to check out and uh so anyways great article sean i'm really enjoying that series and this week, uh, it really um, piqued my interest because there were um, there are a couple post-apocalyptic 4X games. And if you've never heard of a 4X game, you are not alone. Most people do not know that term. Uh, it's like, I can't even tell you what the 4Xs are, but they're like, build an economy and do diplomacy or something you know like there's four things but um do you know them sean no i don't okay but i think you're right it's it's it includes that yeah so like my first 4x game was a game called masters of orion that i played on like a 286 computer and um you know you like colonize space and research technologies and build ships and like try to fight other aliens or make peace with them and stuff 
um, this these new post-apocalyptic games uh, are they look like civilization clones mm-hmm. and I don't want to put bad juju on these games because they are new post-apocalyptic IP and I want to support that yeah. I just want to warn everybody before you watch the videos if you've played the recent civilization games you're going to go is this even a different like game engine because it looks like they just like put a gloss of paint over it. Yeah. But that could still be fun if it's like in in the right context. So I'm looking forward to trying out these games. I think I'll probably play both of them. Uh, I just every once in a while I get the itch for a 4X and I'll open one up and just play it until I'm till it's out of my system. So uh, <laughs> check those out. Um I don't have their names written down right now, but uh, uh, go ahead. One of, one of them's called Revival Recolonization, and the other one is called Punk Wars. <laughs> so All right. watch for those. Yeah, definitely, definitely keep your eyes peeled for that. <clears throat> uh, we have an article series by Tina, our writer, who is Yay, also Tina. a post-apocalyptic novelist, and she writes a... Um, she's writing this this tournament called Carmageddon, and it's looking at all the cars, the like the the most intimidating vehicles in post apocalyptic movies and shows, and pitting them against each other. This week was a heavyweight bout with Mad Max on one side and Tallahassee from Zombieland on oh, the other. Oh, wow! So it's pretty epic, pretty epic matchup. Yeah. It's bound to stir up some controversy because depending on how you feel about those two characters, you might feel like one of them should come out on top. Hmm. Um, I'll go ahead and say <clears throat> Mad Max wins. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is what it is. I I think that it's a close matchup. I don't know if I'd have gone with Mad Max. I think I'm putting my money on Tallahassee. But I have like, I feel like I have a connection to Tallahassee. I I see that guy and how he acts and I'm like, I can relate to him. Mad Max is kind of crazy. He's he's a crazy person in a crazy world. So I I don't relate as closely to his ethos. Um, But but he's a rough dude. And if you're talking about the, the newer Mad Max, like... I saw him fight people after he was drained of blood. So, you know, that guy's pretty tough, too. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Although I think I think now that I think of it, it was specifically Mel Gibson's Mad Max uh, in the setup for Carmageddon. Although when it comes to the lore, is that a differentiation that even matters anymore? Are they supposed they're supposed to be the same guy, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, there's actually a crazy timeline in there because some people argue about where Fury Road actually happens because of the fact that the car was completely destroyed at the end uh, or, you know, during Road Warrior, the second movie. So it's like, well, this had to take place between the first and second movie. Like, it's almost like a insertion there. But then... Yeah. And, and he's also younger, too. You know, yeah. Tom Hardy is younger than older max in uh in the third one in uh, thunderdome so yeah i mean it's it's there's this whole you can get on reddit 
threads and you know see all the arguments about it but <laughs> but yeah it's it's in the same world and he's supposed to be the same guy okay okay all right huh. so no parallel universe kind of thing same one no. <laughs> i just always jump to the parallel universe i'm like hey <laughs> easy solution yeah that's always a good way to explain things <laughs> <laughs> all right so um we are about to get into the ufo government disclosure that happened recently but before we get into that i want to do a short detour and talk about aftershock podcast mm. aftershock podcast has uh jeffrey dean right jeffrey dean morgan jeffrey dean morgan yeah okay all right do, what else oh, do we wow. know about it uh it has well, it actually has two people from The Walking Dead. It has Lori, you know, oh, uh, Lori really? Grimes. Yeah, uh, her name is what's her real name? Uh, Sarah Wayne Kelly. Yeah, she has a big following it. on Instagram. Yeah, she so she actually wrote, directed, and stars in this podcast, Whoa. and so she got her buddy, you know, uh, <laughs> she got her buddy uh, Negan in there, and. <laughs> um, and it also has the guy from Stranger Things. Uh, I forgot his oh. name. Um, David Harbour. That's his name. Really? The guy who plays the cop, you know, the okay. yeah. like deputy. Guy. Yeah, the sheriff guy. Uh, so anyway, but it's, it's, a, it's a scripted podcast. So it's not like our podcast where we just make stuff up as we go along. Is it a story? <laughs> yeah, it's a story that's been written. She wrote the whole thing. And then it's, it's like professionally recorded and professionally uh, wow. acted and everything. They have, you know real sound effects and all that stuff and i listened there's a trailer and i actually put the trailer in yeah i put the teaser in the in the post itself but you can just listen to that it's only two minutes and it it sounds incredible it sounds like it's just a part of a movie or something so they did a really good it sounds like they did a really good job and that will be coming out on july 14th oh really on iHeartRadio. yeah oh i'm gonna want to listen to that because that's a really great lineup they have do we have that on our calendar yet Oh, no, we do not. Okay, we need to add that. <laughs> All right. That's so, exciting. <clears throat> yeah. If you're listening at home right now, I want you to go and subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to our podcast first, guys. We're Post-Apocalyptic Media, the podcast. Uh, check that out. Like it if you can. I don't know what apps let you do these days, but if you can, like it. Like it. Give us a review. Please, please give us a review. We'd really like that. Um, we have a Discord server. You can come chat with us and hang hang out throughout the week. Um, you know, I'm not in there constantly, but I do go in there and I check out what the <laughs> messages are. So, uh, you know, if you at me at just Eric, uh, you'll uh, you'll probably get a response. So um, that's our Discord server. We have a website, postapocalyptic.com. I want you to all check that out. Uh, bookmark it, maybe subscribe to our email list we have an email list and we inform people every week we'll send your to your email a list of that week's articles so if you forget to go to the website boom it's in your email loving it that's what everybody says about our email list that's our number one comment <laughs> um okay so ufos okay so basically uh not too long ago the there was a report to Congress about unidentified flying objects. Uh, there has been news coverage on 60 Minutes. This is all stuff. 
that, uh, of course, sightings have been going on forever. You know, you go back to the 1950s and there were sightings. If you talk to old people, some of them have stories of stuff that they've seen, you know, and uh, for so long, it was kind of written off as just this. Maybe you were, you know, hallucinating. Maybe uh, it was something else and you just misidentified it. Uh, you know, if there were any evidence, if there were any truth of this, you know, this would be a bigger deal and the media would be reporting on it and the government would be talking about it and all these things. And it was just kind of kind of looked on as like, you know, there's nothing to this. Um, well, recently it has been more or less confirmed at the top level. And I say more or less, I really shouldn't. It has been confirmed at the top level that there are sightings that are one legit sightings and two, we can explain them. Mm -hmm. And so this report to Congress basically said, look, we've been doing this for a while. Uh, just in the past couple years, we've looked at 144 recent incidents using our modern technology and applying it to it. These are military encounters. So, you know, they didn't even dip into the well of civilian encounters. They're like, we're just looking at the military encounters. We can tell you out of the 144, we have figured out one of them. Figured out one. Wow. It was a balloon. And they're like, another the 143. Oh, that's right. I remember seeing that. And uh, so they're like, we have four categories that we place these in, and we've only used one because we've only identified one. And uh, the four, five categories, I should say. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, but this is interesting stuff because they're saying that they have sensor data, radar data. They're taking all of these technical indicators, which rules out the hallucination theory. It's not a hallucination if a computer is also verifying what you're seeing. So um, these are the, there is a lot of cases where, uh, uh, for instance, if you uh, watch the 60 Minutes special, they focus in on the Nimitz carrier group that was um, that encountered a an object flying around. They uh, lots and lots of people saw it. They flew near it. It responded to them flying and it zipped away and it did things that they can't explain. But um, and in fact, a lot of these reports are kind of suppressed, not just because of government suppression and things like that, but also because people want to be respected and they don't want to be laughed at. And so there's this culture in in the military where if you're that guy that, you know, is always talking about that UFO or even talks about it at all, you're the crazy one. Mm -hmm. And it, and so it, it has the effect of kind of suppressing that that sort of discussion and the, that kind of reporting. So anyways, we are getting uh, more and more. The government is not opening up the storehouse to us just yet, but it looks like they're doing one of these gradual uh, you know, frog and boiling, you know, frog and yeah. warm water where they just warm it a little bit at a time until you, you know, you don't realize how far you've gone. But if you take a step back and you say, how was, uh, you know, this being treated by the government and by the media 15 years ago compared to how it is now? And it's a world of difference. 
Mm-hmm. So, so you think they're slowly ramping up to something big that they're going to admit to? <clears throat> I think so. I think there is there is a disclosure that is that is forthcoming. Uh, mm. There is rumor. This is all we have. Apparently, there was a classified meeting um, with a lot of people in the government after this nine-page nine document came out. By the way, it's nine pages, easy read. If you want to know more about it, you can go to that document. Um, but uh, Discover, Discovery the Channel last night had a big special, a three-hour special. We haven't watched it yet, but it's on the, it's on the list of things to do but there was a there was a classified government meeting they say that they showed the congressman things in that meeting that just knocked their socks off oh wow so uh that's hearsay at this point but if that's true then that does point towards a greater disclosure because that's more than they've shown those congress people before do you think someone will leak it i don't know i don't know i you know Every day, every day, I I don't, I don't get political if I can help it. But every day yeah. that like our current whistleblowers are going through mm. like terrible things in their lives because of what they released is just like another message to anyone who's a potential mm. leaker that, you know, do you want to sacrifice your entire life and live in misery? Because that's what's going to happen to you if you leak. So um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to uh, see the greater good argument of informing us all about aliens uh, as being more important than their own well-being. And that's mm. really the question of whether or not there will be a leaker. Uh, any Anything else y'all want to add to that before we move on? I just no? think it's exciting. I mean, you're right. It They're admitting to a lot of stuff that they never would admit to before and it does feel like it's you know they're admitting that there's stuff out there that they can't explain and that's you know like it's huge i i fall on the theory that it's um i know i think we've talked about this before but i think it's like probes <laughs> alien probes is what they're seeing that's my theory um, they are. They seem to not be trying to make contact. Of course, yeah. if the government, if they had tried, the government would probably be hiding that from us right now. But mm. it looks like, from the evidence that we've been able to get, that they they are trying to avoid us at you know mm -hmm. avoid contact in in general. Um, yeah. Two things I want to say. If you are interested in this topic, I advise you watch two movies. One of them you'd have to pay for. It's called The Phenomenon. It came out in twenty twenty. So good. The other one is free. It's on Amazon Prime. It's free-ish. If you're not on Amazon Prime, it's not free. But if you're on Amazon Prime, it's called Travis. Just that word, Travis. It is the story of a man who um, believes he was abducted and believes he remembers parts of that abduction. And that doesn't sound that interesting because uh, there's a lot of people with that. However, there's a lot of other people around him that can confirm parts of his story yeah. <laughs> and it and that's where it gets really like what in the world happened that day it's fascinating. so um yeah travis great documentary free on amazon prime all right without further ado what's the attack on titan news steph <laughs> i am so excited about attack on titan i just mm. so the news for attack on titan is that a few days ago mappa 
who does the anime, who does the animation this year, for, for the final season anyway, they took over. They had a big 10th anniversary celebration. All the voice actors came and they talked and said kind of their goodbyes to everybody. And we learned a little bit. We got a, um, a teaser photo for the new season. It, it's on, we have an article up right now on our website um, that has the teaser photo. And we kind of analyze it and we talk about it, what it might mean. But they released a teaser photo that close gives a little more information, but it's similar um, to a teaser video for the new second half of the season that was released right when the season ended. But the thing is, if you only watched it on Funimation, Crunchyroll, or Hulu, you did not get to see the teaser video. That was released in Japan on NHK, and you can find it in our article. But though the three U.S. streaming services never released the teasing video, which is just interesting. But this teaser photo kind of connects to that video. It gives us a little more um, information. It's fascinating. It includes Aaron in the photo. So really exciting. And they also released the name of the, new, the next episode, Season 4, Episode 17, or Episode 76, depending on which service you're using, is called Condemnation. And they confirmed that it is coming back this winter. There was some confusion when they said winter 2022 in one of the translations as to whether that was soon or yeah. really long time from now. Well, they confirmed it is this winter. So that means we are probably going to see the next episode as early as December or January. <clears throat> I'm betting it's going to be one of those two months. So, you know, we're already in July. So it's not even it's not even a year away. It's just half a year away. I am very I am very excited. Yeah, and and let me give a, a, just a little background. This is Attack on Titan is an anime that's yes. in season four and the final season it's halfway done with its final mm -hmm. season and they took a big break it is based on a manga series which a manga is uh like a a comic book right is is a like a japanese comic book i'm probably getting all that wrong but i'm i'm close to the truth close enough yeah um close enough that's completed. So there are people out there yes. who know how this story ends. And this is, uh, so far the show has been very close to the story. So Stephanie and I are not among the people that know how it ends. Uh, we, we came up on the show. Stephanie is going back through reading it. And though she's enjoying it, she has not gotten very far. Because no, it's like 150 I, books long now. Right? Yeah, I've got a ways to go. <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> it's really good though. Really good. So yeah, it's, it's an excellent, uh, excellent series. It's one of the most popular animes of all time. And, uh, one of the most popular, uh, sh cartoon shows right now that exists. So, um, we're Let checking just, out, you can yeah. go ahead. I just wanted to say, and I know I've said this before on podcasts, but if you have not watched attack on Titan, give it a try if you like dystopian fiction you like um post-apocalyptic because you're you do because you're watching this in my opinion it is one of the best tv series i'm a big fan of battlestar galactica except for the last episode loved it this is right up there right up there with it it is so good now you've got to go a few episodes in 
to really start getting into the mythology and seeing how amazing it is. So give it a chance. But it is it is one of the best TV shows of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, you can watch it on Hulu. You can watch it yes. on Funimation. Yes. Uh, on, um, on both those things, you can watch it in English dubs mm-hmm. or English subtitles. And there is a pro and con to both of those. So um, really, you can't go wrong either way. Uh, one last thing, Steph, where, okay, so I know you wrote about the clip, the promotional clip that you can't, you didn't get on the English thing. So like how, what, what do I need to put in my search engine so I can get your story on that and watch the clip? Okay. Yeah. Just, um, go to our website and search for attack on Titan teaser. And that'll bring up both the stories about the teaser photo but it will also bring up that teaser trailer. You'll be able to see them both. Okay. And actually I put the teaser trailer in my new article about the teaser photo. So if you just, you could even just go to the new article I wrote this week about the teaser photo and you'll see both of them in there. Fantastic. All right, let me, Oh, War of the Worlds. Okay, last topic. Last topic. We're not going to give Handmaid's Tale spoilers today. We're already at an hour, so we're not going to even get into that. Uh, But we are going to make a mention of War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Did we talk about this last week? I don't... I'm just going to... I don't know. Okay. Not in depth. First first of all... Yeah, definitely not in depth. First of all, we have the top DirecTV package in our house and we still don't get epics. So if you're looking like for a free way to get epics, you're probably not going to find it. At least that's how we, we ended up paying $6 a month to get epics through Apple's Apple TV thingy, but you you can can do it through Amazon. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. You can also, you can do it through Apple TV through Amazon. Epics Apple is where will give you a uh, you get a seven day free trial on Apple. Oh yes, yes. So you can seven day free trial. You can wait till the series over, binge it in seven days, and cancel your trial. They call that so. the Sean way. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching, um, if you buy it and you're watching while it's airing, um, you'll also get the episodes on Apple before they're released on TV. So you'll be ahead of all of your friends or. Mm. I don't know. I don't know even who has access to it on TV. Yeah. It seems like that's pretty limited. Yeah. So spoil it for your friends. <laughs> prove, prove that you're a bigger fan. So that's <laughs> that's happening. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it's on Epics. We're on episode like four now, I think. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And it comes out on a weekly basis. And it's in season two. Uh, it's War of the Worlds. I think that we're probably well past the like original war of the war of the world's story in fact i don't even know the show might even start post original war of the worlds Mm -hmm. which is um you know which started out as like this radio show i believe that freaked a lot of people out some people uh freaked out and killed themselves from what i hear because they thought that it was a real alien invasion and it was happening and um you know this this may sound callous but I just I feel like um, a part of that mentality may be why the government can, can 
can justify hiding, you know, huge, important news like UFOs from us. Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't even think about people's reactions to the radio show, although that many years ago shows how some people would react to an actual alien invasion. And that might be why the government's doing this slow roll kind of. Orson Welles, I think, is the yes. is the radio guy who, who was doing it. So anyways, I just I this may sound callous, but I just think I think good riddance. Um, oh, and I and I mean that. So I, mean. Well, here's the thing. Like if aliens are really invading us and you and your reaction isn't to protect us and protect your fellow man, but to check out entirely. Like how selfish is that? Hmm. That is, Aww. that's not okay. Like that is I mean, so we've like put ourselves in everyone's footsteps, everyone's shoes. Everyone's different. I mean, yeah. I would well, stay. I'm, I'm and like, fight, I'm giving you but... space to, uh, to defend. <laughs> I'm just saying some people have a lot going on in their lives and a lot of stressors and they just, you know, that alien invasion might've just been the last straw, you know? I mean, I would stay and, you know, we're all post-apocalyptic survivors here, but, you know, some of those people it just might have, they might have already They're been. They're eating our food. Too much. They are taking advantage of our uh, whole infrastructure that humanity has built up. Oh. And they're not loyal to humanity. Like, what in the world? What? Come on. Oh, Come we've got to be sympathetic to people. Give back this a little has bit. been, Derek says something controversial. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Derek says something controversial. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're doing forced conscript conscription in uh the post alien invasion landscape. And if what? you're not in if you're not one of us uh, oh. I'm just yeah, I'm just putting that out there. Just be ready, you guys. Don't make me. All right. If you want to <laughs> as a sec oh sorry, you go on. I was <laughs> I was just being facetious. Go ahead. I was just going to say a segue to forced conscription in an alien battle would be that tomorrow war, you know, we can watch Two. it tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. But by the time you see this podcast, it will not be tomorrow. It will. That comes out tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. The second. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, well, I'm so glad you brought it up on the podcast because we were going to let it go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. War of the Worlds. Wrap that up. It's a good show. Check it out. It's airing right now. So support currently airing post-apocalyptic stuff. And then the Tomorrow War. I saw today the Escapist YouTube channel did a review of that movie. And uh, I didn't watch it. But if you want to review right now, right this instant, you can go to YouTube and find that. Um, but uh, I'm not even going to watch that. I'm going to just watch the movie because the whole yeah. plot really appeals to me it's got chris pratt right yep mm -hmm. and so chris yeah pratt. get on that what is that on is that on amazon uh, mm -hmm. prime mm -hmm. amazon yeah. and i mean by the time people see this podcast it'll be available so they can go yeah. and just watch it yeah yeah and um you know while we're on the topic of amazon invincible is something that i dove into recently it's a very adult dark take on superheroes and um it kind of is leading up to a apocalypse of sorts so um oh, so that might be of interest to our viewers it's not post-apocalyptic but but it's uh, good 
but it's it's good and it, it touches on uh some of these topics we've been talking about today but i'm not going to specify how because then that would be a spoiler and i don't want to do that <laughs> you guys are awesome i thank you all for sticking around to the end and being with us on a weekly basis we do this every week so just subscribe to that um hit that subscribe button follow us we're going to be bringing you every week the latest you better finish this podcast go add tomorrow war on amazon prime to your watch list we want to support post-apocalyptic movies and shows and books and games and uh incentivize the content creators to keep making that stuff and that means we've got to consume it but you've got to uh you know make your own decisions and have a good life work-life balance so uh yeah don't don't gorge yourself on on just post-apocalyptic stuff and forget your other life responsibilities like i have done (laughs) (laughs) well this has been a blast you guys have a great rest of your rest of your week and always be ready for the big one. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.